first of all welcome all the teachers and the students back for the commencement of our 2020-2021 academic school year here at Our Lady Help of Christians. Um, it's very good to be back and I hope that all of us are praying at this Mass, at the first Mass of our school year, um, that we're praying for um, our cooperation with the graces of the school year, that we have a, a good school year. So please pray for that intention during the course of this Mass. After I give the sermon, um, the teachers will be approaching the communion rail and we will be pronouncing the oath against modernism. This oath, which was composed during the pontificate of uh, Pius X, used to be required before the Second Vatican Council of all teachers at the beginning of the school year um, that they make this profession of faith and also repudiation of modern errors. So we continue that tradition in society schools. Um, but we will begin the oath by pronouncing our names. We, um, I, will, I will start and the, and the other priests will follow by pronouncing their names. And then, then we'll start with the epistle side. Those at the communion rail will pronounce their names and go across. And then we go back to the second row and they will all, all those teachers will then pronounce their names. After everyone has pronounced their names, we will then continue um, with the oath. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Dear Reverend Fathers, dear, dear teachers, dear children, um, this year has been so crazy. Back in March, we were moving merrily along in the third quarter of our school year, and then concerns about the coronavirus started to surface and, and increase. And at first, it seemed as if we were going to be able to stay open. We wouldn't have to, to shut our doors. But then it became clear that the coronavirus is not going to be a little wave of fear sweeping over the country. It was, it was going to be a tidal wave. And so we had to close school on March 16th. All of you went home. And first, perhaps you were happy to go home, thought you would have a bit of a vacation because we thought we would be able to return after a little while, perhaps after a month or maybe in the month of May, at least before graduation, we would be able to come back. We kept hoping that we would be able to come back. We were doing our distance learning, doing our pickups at school. We were doing our Zoom classes. And we realized that it's just not at all the same as having school at our school. Being here in person, attending Mass together, attending class together, studying, exercise, exercising, playing together, it hardly seemed like school when we were doing the distance learning because we were not at school and we were not together. We wanted to return to school, but then finally we had to recognize that it would not be possible. The academic year 2019-2020 would have to be finished at home. Thanks be to God, this situation did not last forever. It only lasted until September the 3rd, today, where we're back. We're back together today. We're back in school for a brand new school year at Our Lady Help of Christians Academy. But we're not the same as when we left back on March the 16th. At least I, I hope we're not the same. 
What I hope is that we've learned from our experiences away from school. What I hope is that we realize more than ever that we are in the hands of God. Our lives are really in the hands of God. You know, when we make our own plans and our plans are fulfilled, we get the impression that we are in our own hands. We get this impression because it seems like we are in complete control. We thought about it, we chose it, we executed it, and it happened. I did it. It was completely because of me that it happened. That's the impression that we have when our plans work. But when we're overtaken by circumstances that are out of our control, when we spend weeks and months not knowing what is going to happen next, we tend to think a little bit differently. We tend to say, I don't think this situation is actually in my hands. I think it's in the hands of God. I am in the hands of God, not in my own hands. I'm not in control of fate destiny, whatever it may be. Why do you think that, that we would say that things are in the hands of God when this happens? I mean, why don't we say that it's in the hands of somebody else? Things that happen that are out of our control. We could say, I think I was in the hands of the Freemasons when, when that was going on. They were controlling everything or I was in the hands of the One World Order, or maybe even I was in the hands of the evil one. I think it was the devil who was controlling everything and making my plans go wrong. Why don't we say this? Because we know the situation with those creatures is exactly the same as the situation with us. I don't care if it's a 33-degree mason. I don't care if it's a 333-degree mason. He's still just a human being at the end of the day. There's no way any single human being can have control over all of reality. It's absolutely and utterly impossible. And so, just like I can't control everything, so too the most wicked Freemason possible out there, there's no way he can control everything. I mean, even the devil, the devil is very limited. Remember how St. John Vianney would have these little battles, nighttime battles with, with the devil. And he would make fun of the devil. He would like give nicknames to the devil. He recognized that, that the devil only has so much power. And that's why he was able to defeat the devil on a regular basis. The devil can only do so much because... The devil's just a creature, too. No, when things happen that are out of our control, it's clear for us that we're in the hands of God, not in the hands of some creature. The hands of creatures, your two hands, they're just too small to grab all of reality. They're just too small to encompass the whole world. Only the hands of God are infinitely big 
And we can think of the hands of God as wrapping around the world, not in order to choke it, but in order to embrace it, in order to bring that world back to himself. That's why everything happens. That's why God allows or directs whatever happens to us in our life. It's because he's embracing our world. And, you know, this is especially true. It's more true when things happen that are not planned by us and are out of our control. When the events of life sweep over us and they cause us various trials and difficulties, when we seek the will of God in the midst of our trials and in the end, we find ourselves much better off than we were before. It's then, more than ever, we can say, we're able to look back and we're able to say, wow, I really see the hand of God in those things that I went through. I see now, more clearly than ever, that it was God who was guiding me, who was keeping me safe, who was directing me on the right path, who was teaching me, who was helping me understand what life is really about. That's what happens when someone is not just in the hands of God, but they're living as if they're in the hands of God. In other words, they believe that God controls everything, not the Freemasons or the devil. They believe that God, the infinitely good God, is behind everything, and they want to correspond with what God wants. Dear children, this is what I hope that we have done this past year, and what I hope we will do in the school year ahead of us. I want us to live in the hands of God. As principal, I feel like maybe it's one of my jobs to try to give us a motto for the year, something for us to keep in mind as we go through our school year. I think that's what I want our motto to be this upcoming year. In manus tuas, Domine. Lord, I am in your hands. Take care of me. Direct me not to do my own will, not to do my own plans necessarily, but to fulfill your plans. Show me the way. I am in your hands. Are you in class and you're struggling to be still and to behave? You have to say, I'm in your hands, Lord. Are you feeling lazy? You don't want to do your work, whether it's your homework at home or your work in class. Lord, I'm in your hands. Help me do your plans. Are you feeling wicked and you want to be disobedient or you want to get somebody in trouble or you want to aggravate one of your fellow students? Lord, I'm in your hands. Show me the way. One of the extraordinary things about the life of St. Pius X was the way that he followed through with the will of God. Once he knew the will of God, he was so rapid, he was so sure, he was so determined to execute what he saw to be the will of God. This is what's so edifying about St. Pius X and what makes us see him as so incredibly strong 
as a pope. His execution of the will of God, even when he knew that it was going to cause him a lot of trouble and a lot of suffering. There were times when he didn't know exactly, and he would carefully discern, what does God want of me? But once he figured it out, at that moment, he executed. He said, I must do it because I'm in the hands of God. There's no way that doing the will of God can be the wrong thing. There's no way that things are not going to turn out for the better if I do the will of God, even though I anticipate that there might be many difficulties that come to me as a result. One time, St. Pius X had to make a huge decision regarding France. The French government was very bad. It was against the Catholic Church. It was full of Freemasons, 10th-degree Freemasons, 26th-degree Freemasons, 33rd-degree Freemasons, maybe even higher. I don't even know, but there was a lot of Masons around. They didn't like the church. They wanted to control the church, and they proposed to the Pope a deal. All right, if you let us control the church and the priests and everything in France, we'll let you keep your churches, and we'll continue to help the priests out monetarily you just let us control everything. But if you don't, then we're going to take away your churches. And we're not going to subsidize the church anymore. We're not going to give any financial aid to the church anymore. That's your choice, Pope. What do you want to do? What's going to be your choice? Imagine how difficult a decision this was for the Pope because he had to make a decision that was concerning all his priests and his nuns in France, their property. Imagine if you had a situation where the Pope had to decide whether we as Catholics would be under the government of Colorado or not. Whether the governor would be deciding everything that happens to the priest, everything that happens to our schools, or our church would be taken away, our school would be taken away, we would have nowhere to go for mass, we would have nowhere to go for, for school. Imagine if the Pope had to make that decision for us. What a difficult decision that would be. Either to be under the control of the governor completely and utterly, or to lose all that we have. The night that he had to make the decision, St. Pius X went into St. Peter's Basilica. He went over to the tomb of St. Peter, and he prostrated himself on the ground, and he prayed, and he prayed for hours, begging God for light to know what God's will was, because he didn't know it was a difficult decision. Finally, after he was there on the ground for hours, and the sun was starting to rise, St. Pius X rose up from his prayer. He had received the light he asked for. He knew what he had to do. He knew the right decision. He knew it was a tough decision. He knew it was going to cause him much suffering. But he also now saw clearly this is what God wants of me.
And as I see, on his part, at that point, there is no hesitation. He immediately went to his Secretary of State, Cardinal Mary Duval, and he said, the answer is no. We are not going to put ourselves under the French Freemasonic government. We will lose our properties. Our priests will not have a place to stay. Faithful will not have a, a place to go to Mass. But we will still have the faith. I was thinking about the souls of all those Catholics. The souls of all those Catholics weigh upon me. I can't let them lose their souls. We can lose our properties. We can lose our subsistence. But we can't lose our souls. This is the way our great patron acted because he had a strong faith, because he believed he was in the hands of God. He immediately executed what he knew to be right as soon as he understood that. My dear children, this is what I want you to do this year. I want you to realize that you are in the hands of God and have that strength to do the will of God in all that you do, no matter what it costs, to be brave, and doing what is right in every situation. Admonis to us, Domine, Lord, I am in your hands. Show me the way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.